You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Okay, here's an early warning for you. This episode of Hey Mitch contains spoilers, heavy spoilers, for Jessica Jones. So if you haven't watched the whole series yet, turn back now. coming from out of town good god and it was uh it was a madhouse a madhouse would have to yeah that would have to definitely explain it and it was uh it was it was crazy so i didn't get a lot of things done <laughs> <laughs> i know i just we, we just watched the legends of tomorrow trailer right. dc's legends of tomorrow i mean you watch you only watch flash that's true you don't watch arrow right so what did you think of that what do you think of that show? Uh, I'm interested. I'll probably watch that show. <laughs> I, it's not that I don't like Arrow. I just don't like Arrow. <laughs> no. Um, it's too, like, melodramatic for me. Oh, I get I get it, yeah. I mean, why not just call it Batman? Because <laughs> he's, Actually, this season, he's Batman. He's, this season he's done really well. They've done really well of making him more Green Arrow than Batman. Really? Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah, I, I see it poking out more. And I guess if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you can sit there and say that this is their whole idea, like they had this five-year plan that by the time you get to the year five, he's going to actually be Green Arrow and the Oliver Queen you read in the comic books. Right. I could almost say, yeah, I believe that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of seems too convenient. A little too convenient. I don't know. Like what I was watching seemed like they were doing a pretty good job of adapting uh, Green Arrow Year One. For the like most the part, island yeah. stuff. Like this season, they're actually. It seems like they've gone back to it too. Yeah. In the flashbacks, he's gone back to the island again. Right. Yeah. He's. It's. It's more like the and. Andy Diggle, Andrew Diggle, Andy Diggle, yeah, Andy Diggle, okay, Andy Diggle, uh, your Green Arrow, your one book, which yeah. was pretty awesome. Hell yeah, Andy Diggle and Jock doing um, the drawing art, yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> like th- those two together are just awesome. They also did uh, the Losers, which is oh, did they? Great. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, I think I need to read that. Yeah, you do. Because it's <laughs> fucking awesome. Better than the movie? The movie was a really good adaptation of, like, the first half of the story. Wow. I wish that would have done better, and then we could have got more movies. Absolutely. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, no, it was great. Other than the... Spoiler alert, but other than the the Roke character going bad, like, I wanted... It was, it was Roke, right? Yeah, something like that. Idris Alba's character. Yeah. Like, I wanted him to be like, ah, I've just double-crossed Max and, like, went back to the losers, but... 
He dies. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. he die in the comic book? Or at least in the part that you read? I don't remember. I don't remember. But I, I do remember that it was pretty spot on to the book. Chris maybe. Evans pre-Captain America? Yeah. He did a really good job doing that character because that character is pretty wacky. And <laughs> it was awesome. And uh, Hispanic Justin Long. Yeah. <laughs> I need uh, to go back and watch that movie again. I watched and it read recently, the book actually. again. Did you? Yeah. Nice. I, I just pulled it out and, and watched it again. Do you own it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to borrow that from you okay. sometime. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so Legends of Tomorrow looked pretty cool. There's uh, I, I, the Rip Hunter that they show, played by uh, Andy Darvel of yes. uh, Doctor Who fame, pretty right. much, uh, doesn't really look like the Rip Hunter that I recognize from the comic books. No. No, he doesn't. But that's okay. Right. He's a character that's pretty lesser known, so... I'm okay with their little adaptation. He like I I made the comparison. I think he looks like he's he's acting like the Doctor, and he kind of like he's kind of like Captain Mal from uh, from Firefly yeah. mixed together. So he I'm, even has the coat and the six shooter. And so. The six shooter, that's right. So I'm pretty happy with that adaptation. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, and they picked you know okay. So in the trailer, uh huh, there's a part where uh, now White Canary. Uh, is fighting, and the fact that she's like going to be called White Canary and wear a white all white outfit instead of using, uh, she's she's using batons. It right. looks like if she were if she had size, do you think she kind of looked like Electra, like brought back to life, Electra? Maybe kind of like I don't know. I didn't really get a good look at her costume. Mm. I kind of just assumed she was wearing the same Black Canary costume, but white but, now. Well, yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Oh, okay. I then. just had this, like, when watching... She was the way the, she was fighting the, exactly, and stuff. Exactly, the way yeah. she was fighting. Okay, yeah, Gave that makes sense. Vibe. I that Because of the batons, I thought immediately of uh, Mockingbird from Marvel. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's true, too. Which, from what I've seen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with her, I need to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because that's fucking awesome. That, she, uh, Adrian Palak? I can't, I never Pedlecki? Huh? Is it Pedlecki? No, it's not Pedlecki because that's, uh, the other dude's name yeah. that's on Supernatural. They're yeah. not related. No, aren't they, like, together or something? No. no. Like, her character in the first episode is her, is his girlfriend, but he's married to another lady that that came off of that show. Right. The girl that played Ruby. Yeah. The second Ruby. Right. <laughs> so, her name is Adrian P-something. Padalecki, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's not Padalecki. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> you know, at one time she was supposed to be Wonder Woman on ABC, so it's funny oh. that... Uh, she is now Mockingbird on ABC. True. I, I think that's the better one. It's probably the better role for her. Just because Wonder Woman... I think Wonder Woman's definitely going to get old quick. Like, her, her character is not interesting. <laughs> uh, it, she can be, but yeah, people just don't know what to do with her. It's true. People don't know what to do with her. Which kind of 
you know, brings up this 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 movie that they're they're starting to film right now. Right. The Wonder Woman movie. So it looks a lot like they're gonna a lot of it, or at least most, or not most of it, but a good part of it, if not all of it, is gonna be set in World War One. Oh wow! Yeah, they should show some. Uh, well, they released the picture of uh, Chris Pine on set in his World War One outfit um, as Steve Trevor. Now I've heard, and the rumor is that he's going to play Steve Trevor in World War One, who meets mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Right. But then they're also going to go to the current time where it's going to be the same Wonder Woman, and she's going to meet up with. The descendant of Steve Trevor, who's also named Steve Trevor, which is also played by Chris Pine. Confusing. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's that's not unusual for people to pass down names and families. True. To look a lot like him uh, it might be a little difficult. Yeah, it's <laughs> that that whole we don't want to pay two actors. Thing. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. And I mean, it, it's not so. I mean, I guess it's not so unusual because we have Captain America, who was with Peggy Carter, and then ends up with Sharon Carter, right? Great grandniece, grandniece, something, whatever like that, it is, yeah. still the family, right? Not the same actress though, right? So we'll have to see what Wonder Woman the movie has to. But getting back to Mockingbird, yeah, she, I think she's a more interesting character than Wonder Woman, personally. Fair if enough. they were to do it right. And they have had plans in the past to do a spinoff show for Mockingbird from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nice. It ended up being Agent Carter that they made, but they still are talking about having a Mockingbird Both TV are show, awesome. Which I guess would be uh, what I heard was supposed to be like a Mockingbird Hunter. And like, I don't know, you, I know you probably don't really understand who the character Hunter is, but in the TV show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Hunter is her husband, and he's very much what Hawkeye is in the comic books, not nice. what Hawkeye is in the MCU. That's awesome. <laughs> Damn it, I need to get caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Shit. So, I, I enjoy the show. I'm having a good time with it. I I liked what I saw. I just didn't have time to keep up with it. Fair enough. Well, no. And that was season one. That was season one. We're on a few episodes into season one. (laughs) We're on season three now. I believe season one and season two were on Netflix. You can catch up with it that way. It's true. So uh It is on my list. (laughs) (laughs) What else did we see this week? (laughs) Captain America Civil War trailer. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow wow wee wee wow. Indeed. Exactly. (laughs) I've watched that thing probably like Four or five times now. That thing is amazing. Yes. Best part for me, uh-huh. Captain America and Bucky trading the shield, trading the shield, oh, and man. fighting Iron Man. Yeah, that is a great part. <laughs> so good. It's so good. What did you think about the line where he's like, "I'm sorry, Tony, but he's my friend." <laughs> I used to be too. <laughs> Don't you think that's kind of childish? It's like it's the like. Only Tony, who's got such a child mentality, could think of it that way that you could only have one friend at a time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I I don't feel like it's going to come off that way in the movie. In the movie? Like, in okay. the context of the movie. I think with just the way that it's kind of snippet out of the right. trailer for that. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. 
But even if it is, like, it still works. <laughs> so some of the things that you might have caught in that trailer, there's crossbones in the background. There is. We know Frank Grillo is going to be, be coming back to play that, that part, so him yes. and Captain America are definitely going to fight. Awesome. Martin Freeman is in the background. It's been rumored that his character will be Henry Gyrick. For people who read the comic books, that's uh, he's the liaison for the Avengers to the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was the UN government or the UN. Either way, he's usually the guy who stops them from doing things. Right from from the government's go- government side. Any other things that you caught in the trailer that you thought were interesting? Uh, well, the big thing is Black Panther, obviously. Black Panther's suit looks awesome. Yes, yes, <laughs> it does. And if you notice in the trailer, him and or he is chasing Bucky. On a Bucky's on a motorcycle, I think, and he's chasing him, and Captain America is chasing the Black Panther. Right, and he's he's fast. Oh yeah, I mean we saw in Captain America that Captain America himself can run pretty quick. Right. So what what are we talking about here? What how is he getting this enhanced speed? Well, it looks like he has some sort of like Iron Man esque suit, like a some sort of exo suit. Yeah, he looks but like, like way slimmed down. Right, like, it's like it's like when you're uh, <laughs> equating. If I have to equate it to like D and D, you get the you get leather armor so that you still have some protection, but you still have mo- mobility. Right, instead of full plate like Iron Man would have. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, and I'm guessing that like enhances his agility. So this goes back to the idea that I had originally when they first announced uh, Civil War. And mm-hmm. it was at that big uh, Marvel conference thing that they, they they streamed. Right. They announced that it was going to be Black Panther. And Black Panther was right between Cap and Tony. Or I should say Chris Evans and, and Robert Downey Jr. And they were kind of pulling him in opposite directions. They are Cap and Tony. <laughs> at this point, yes. But... Uh, I think Black Panther is obviously taking the place of Spider-Man in the Civil War story, the comic book story. That he'll be kind of the 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 deciding factor. Well, not so much the deciding factor. The like, I also don't really want to say moral compass, but the like the audience. Yes, like he's the he audience. stands in for the audience in this moral dilemma. So, in the beginning of the Captain, or in the beginning of Civil War, the comic book, Spider-Man is on Tony's side right. for registration. He unmasks himself in front of everybody on national television or global television, whatever you want to say, and uh, he reveals that he's Peter Parker, Spider-Man, since he was fifteen. Right, Oof. which which is only a huge deal because. Spider-Man is famous for keeping Not. his secret. Like, a lot of heroes don't even know who Spider-Man is. Exactly. So, like, and which was weird because Captain America at that point in Marvel history had revealed that he was Steve Trevor. Or not Steve Trevor, Steve Rogers. Right, everyone knows that but he was, Steve Rogers is Captain America. But he was still about not registering. He didn't want people to know other superheroes' identities. Right. So once... Peter Parker uh, sides with Tony. He puts on, uh, or Tony gives him a new suit. Mm-hmm. The new the the Iron Spider. Iron, uh, yeah, Iron Spider is basically what, uh, is what they ended up calling it. Uh, 
So T'Challa comes out of Wakanda. He has his own Black Panther suit. Sides with Tony. Tony gives him a souped up. I didn't even think about armor that. Suit. That makes a lot of sense. I was thinking that T'Challa probably made his own. He could because he's a, a scientist in his own right. Yeah, scientist inventor has all that vibranium. He's like in the top seven minds in the Marvel universe. Definitely could have made the suit himself. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to belittle that part of the, of his his background. Right, but I just thought maybe that's what could be happening in this because then yeah. in the Civil War comic book. Uh, eventually, Spider-Man sees the error of his ways and goes with Captain America's side. Right. And at a, a key point in the fight, Tony's like, I gave you that suit. I can shut it down whenever oh I want God. to. That was and, such a good moment. <laughs> and he goes to shut it down, and Spider-Man kind of acts... He does the part of acting like he's he's stuck, but then he goes, but I'm also a scientist too, Tony, <laughs> and I overwrote, I overwrote your shit, so... Oh, he, my God. I mean, and which T'Challa could totally do. Yep. He'd be like, I, I knew you put that program, that kill switch in there. I, I got rid of it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. So, I, I, that would be pretty cool if we see... Because this was... All, they decided on this script before Sony gave them Spider-Man back. Right. Or gave them rights to spider However they worked it out. Yeah. So... I mean, what we didn't see Spider-Man in the trailer. No. How much of the, how much of the movie is he actually going to be in? Do you speculate? I, you know what? I bet he's only going to show up somewhere near the end. I have that feeling too. Like, not even as like, oh, hey guys, I'm here to like join the fight or something. Like, we're going to see him like more or less in the background or like somebody's going to be giving some big old speech about like you know there's these heroes out there now and blah 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 and it's going to like cut to a bunch of different people and he's going to be one of them okay so i have a feeling okay so spoilers here for what happens at the end of civil war the comic book if anybody hasn't read it and doesn't want to know what could happen (laughs) in the movie all right here it is so at the end of the comic book... Oh my god, do you think he's going to get shot? I think Captain America will still get shot. Oh, shit. So I think after that point, Tony Stark will figure out... Will be like, oh man, I was totally on the wrong side. I can't believe this is what happened. Just like in the comics? Just like in the comics. But this time he's going to go and find this young boy in in, in New York that's... that's Or a young kid or whatever. Right. Young man that's become Spider-Man. And he's going to tell him the story of Captain America kind of thing. And like what it what it means, and not he's not going to push him to register. He's going to be like, right. this is the kind of person you want to live up to. I think he's literally going to be the end of the movie. That would be cool. So that's how I feel that 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 part will go. Nice, because they said they. I think I've read somewhere that they said the most of the Spider-Man parts are going to be involving Iron Man, which would make sense because if you think of him as a scientist part, like he would probably look up to Tony Stark, right? Yeah. Will we have Time Bullet though? Oh, God. <laughs> Please, no. Because Captain America has to show up in the Infinity War, right? Uh, yes, but, I mean, it doesn't have to be Steve Rogers. Ooh. Do we Are we thinking Falcon, Captain we, America? We, he is Cap now. He is Cap now. But, I mean, right now, okay, so after the Civil War. Or there's huh? Bucky. Exactly. After Bucky the Civil got War, the shield. When but, Cap got shot. But if Chris Evans doesn't come back to be a form of Captain America in Infinity War, I think that's a real disservice to the fans. Yeah. However, to have him die at the end of Civil War and then also 
come back again would be a real kick in the teeth because every character that has died in Marvel movies so far has not died. Coulson dies in the Avengers, didn't die. True. Loki died in uh, Thor 2, didn't die. Blonsky, yeah. Blonsky didn't die. Uh, uh, Nick Fury didn't die. Yeah. All these people didn't wow. actually die. Awesome. Oh, Quicksilver actually died. Well, so far. So that's true. You don't know. He could come back. He might show up in the next movie. <laughs> so that, that's pretty crazy. Indeed. Uh, Ant-Man also didn't see him in the trailer. True. But like everyone has already said, he could literally be anywhere in any of those frames, and we wouldn't know it because he's small. Because he's small. He's Ant-Man. <laughs> uh, all right. Fair enough. I, I, I think we could probably go on for a whole hour just on this trailer alone. Probably. So, okay. We've been talking a lot about the comics. I know that you and I both have kind of fallen away from reading the comics recently. Yes. What would you say marvel's best time was like when were they like firing on all cylinders for you honestly between um between disassembled and civil war i as i mean maybe that's when i was reading comics the most right i was most interested in them but i think marvel did their best stories around that time okay uh i have never been the biggest X-Men fan, so unfortunately that time period didn't focus a lot on X-Men right. in the in the Marvel U, but I th- I felt for the rest of the for the Marvel U, it, it, it did really well. Nice. I, X-Men would probably be, their best time would probably have been in the early 90s, right? That's what a lot of people would say. I, I don't know if I would agree with that. Huh. I mean, it's really good, don't get me wrong, but like, like I would say that after Secret Invasion. Really? Like Dark Rain? Dark Rain was really good God. for X-Men? Like, for the whole Marvel U, yes, I yeah. thought. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought that was just a great time. I mean, I guess, well, I don't know if I can really say that. Because my favorite X-Men story would have been before that, which, that's uh, The Children of the Vault. Which I thought was just Children of the Vault was amazing. pretty fucking good. God damn, creating creating powered beings without having to say mutant or inhuman or you know yep. just natural evolution that's been sped up. That was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, and the way that they like introduced them, I thought was great. Like having Sabretooth scared out of his mind <laughs> and looking for. Uh, Asylum, Asylum with yeah. the X Men, like <laughs> that right there said, "Oh shit, what the fuck is he running from?" <laughs> because if anybody knows Sabretooth, those he doesn't run from shit. He doesn't run from shit. He's he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Scares people in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, and yeah, these people scared the shit out of him. So I, I guess I would, yeah, I would have to extend mine to uh, Secret Invasion too. I think. Because Dark Reign was incredible. After after Secret Invasion, I you really felt uh, the most of the Marvel U connected. Like yeah, it all was one story being told from different points. Right, which was really awesome. Yeah, which I mean that the Marvel U has always been segmented. Like it's always been 
we have Spider-Man over here, mm-hmm. and then we've got like the New York heroes, mm-hmm. and then we have the X-Men. Right. <laughs> like doing, they're all doing their own things. They really are. And X-Men like story story. The Marvel you rarely ever seem to like mer- uh, melt into. The, the X-Men U. It's like they almost had their own U. Oh, their yeah. Their own universe. Absolutely. So... Like, wh- especially in Civil War. Like, that was... That was the best part of Civil War for me. Was <laughs> when uh, Tony showed up at the mansion and was like, Hey, uh, so you guys gonna register? And Scott's like, Yeah, uh, when were you when the Mutant Registration Act was going on and a bunch of us were dying? You can go fuck yourself, Tony. (laughs) I know, that's, it was so funny that the superhero registration comes up and it's like, uh, we've been doing, take, take, we've been doing this story in X-Men for the last 20 years. Yeah. This is what we've been fighting against. Forever. Now all of a sudden it's <laughs> pissing you guys off because it actually affects you? Fuck you. See, the, I mean, I did like how in... Um, uh, oh, I liked it and I also didn't like it, but in the uh, Superhero Registration registration Act, people who had powers had to register, people who uh, dressed up for whatever reason had to register, but then people who just had a piece of tech had to register. Right. Even though anybody could use that tech... Yeah. The specific person had to register. <laughs> True. And even people that didn't have powers anymore. That, that right. were depowered. That were depowered, they had to register. So that was that was kind of cool. I, one of the, the books that came out of that was um, Avengers Academy. Yeah. And I liked that book a lot. Because yeah. that was the start of the initiative and 50 state initiative and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, but then Dark Reign. Yeah, Dark Reign was pretty incredible. Because of the way that the whole and it was, and Secret Invasion was able to bring back characters that you thought were dead, yep, or well, actually were dead for all intents and purposes. Right. Purposes, but we were mm-hmm. able to be like, oh no, those were scroll replacements. Right. So the actual people were in this boat over here. <laughs> yeah, they were on some ship somewhere, getting <laughs> tortured and shit, and nobody knew or cared. <laughs> we just accepted that they were dead. <laughs> Oh, so the so would you say the same? What about uh, well? Because I think that's what they're kind of doing now. Even though I'm not reading it, but with Marvel now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with uh, A Force, which is an all female X or Avengers, and then the Uncanny Avengers, and it, it seems like the mutants are coming out of X Men and, and integrating more into the regular right. superhero populace. Yeah, it does populace. seem like they're trying to include the mutants more. Into the, for all intents and purposes, mainstream Marvel U. But at the same time, like, because so uh, Fox has the rights to them, they're also kind of like trying to get rid of them, it it's, seems. It's true. Well, they'd be like, the same hey, thing with Fantastic humans. Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fantastic Four and X Men almost seem like they don't have. Their own books. Well, Fantastic Four doesn't have their own book. Yeah, Fantastic Four could never hold their own book. That's true. For the longest time, though. It's I mean, they go on and off all I mean, the time. Who, I mean, we love the idea of the first family of the Marvel, of right. Marvel Universe. And they, you know, their dynamic works. But how many stories can you tell? It's, it's unfortunately true. Like, I... <laughs> God, I love Ultimate Fantastic Four. But I totally understand that people don't like it because... It was exactly like the 616 Fantastic Four, just kind of updated. 
Yeah, it was, and, it, With, and then it didn't. They didn't really change the characters until the Ultimate Fantastic Four book ended. Right in the Ultimate Universe, that's when once that book ended, that's when. Uh, Sue and Ben ended up getting together. Johnny ended up going to school with Spider-Man, and he was he uh, he was worried about being considered a mutant and stuff. And then, uh, you know, basically Reed Richards becomes Doctor Doom. He's megalomaniac. I can't say that. I have trouble with words lately. <laughs> megalomaniacal. There you go. That word. And you know, wears a helmet to to hide his scarred face, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the ultimate. <laughs> Ultimate Comics did some crazy shit. They did some. They did some great things. They did some weird things. But yeah. I, I, I like the idea that I like the idea that they had that they kind oh, yeah. of updated this, their characters. And I mean, one thing I liked about the Ultimate X Men book mm-hmm. was that there were characters that were completely D characters in the six one six universe, but they're like totally the forefront in the Ultimate universe because you've already killed you kill off Cyclops and uh, you know. Uh, Storm. I don't know. I don't think they killed Storm, but they killed off, you know, Wolverine. They even killed off Wolverine in that in that universe. So yeah. there was plenty of X Men or mutants to to come up on. Like Dazzler, they t- changed her from being disco chick to being kind of more alternative rock punk or whatever you want to call it. But she still had the same power set. Huh. Nice. Yeah, I didn't read too much of the Ultimate comics. But I did read Ultimate Fantastic Four. <laughs> the other one that they didn't change at all was Ultimate Daredevil. That's true. That one they pretty much kept exactly the same. I also enjoyed that one too, though. <laughs> but I mean, I like Daredevil's like no matter what. I read every uh, telling of him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Except for Father. Fuck you, Joe Casada. <laughs> oh, How really? dare you? <laughs> it's a terrible book. What, so what happens in that book? I don't think oh, I've ever read God. it. You know what? I haven't read all of it either. You know why? Because the very like f- start of the story is battling Jack Murdoch just beating the ever living shit out of Matt. Oh, really? Yeah, just going to town on him. Oh. And I was like, no, that shit, no, that that's, that's not, not that's not Jack Murdoch. That yeah, we know. that that didn't happen. You can't just throw in Uncle Ben beating up Aunt May for no exactly, fucking reason just because right? you want to have controversy yeah you can't just like all of a sudden have fucking you can't change thomas wayne to being a evil uh fucking greedy dump donald trump kind character yeah like (laughs) it would kind of be like bruce wayne having this flashback and all of a sudden thomas wayne is just like beating the shit out of him because he was drunk yeah like yeah that's bullshit i get retcons and uh you know yeah add-ins and stuff but not don't not to the point where you change a character completely right hmm. so yeah that's that's the one daredevil story that i have come across that i don't like <laughs> what do you well so uh, daredevil is you know the the netflix show it was pretty incredible amazing i think it did a really good job yes what if they uh tend to do something like that with the second season ah oh, man I would be upset. I don't think we had too much with Jack Murdoch in the first season. We didn't, but I mean, we had like the same kind of uh, dynamic between Jack and Matt that we do in the comics, where right. like he's a hard ass on Matt, but he, you know, he's doing it because he doesn't want Matt to, to fall live the into same the, life that he yeah did. he wants to have him to have a better life, right? 
Yeah, not to the point that he's trying to beat it out of it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, that brings us, I think that's a good segue, into Je- Jessica Jones. Yes. I think that's what we really wanted to talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> Whole 13, season, 13 episodes of the first season. Yes. How did you feel? Oh my god, they were amazing. Weren't they? I really enjoyed it. Like, <laughs> I thought that it was just as good, if not better, than Daredevil. I would have to say the same. Like, I would put them at pretty equal. Oh, equal yeah. standing, but... I mean, they're completely different. Some of the things that I like that I was shown in Jessica Jones, I was just like, wow, this is pretty incredible storytelling. Yeah. Um, not to say that I didn't have my problems with it. There were problems with this series, season t- or this series as well. Right. Um, so, going into Jessica Jones, what did you know about Jessica Jones? Jewel. I I haven't had a lot of exposure to Jessica Jones other than she's Luke Cage's uh wife. Wife, right. Because like I I love the street level heroes. I love Luke Daredevil, Cage. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, like that that's m- probably my favorite segment of the Marvel U that isn't the mutants <laughs> that works out of uh the the kitchen. Yeah, the Hell's, Hell's kitchen, kitchen. Which is only like three blocks from what I understand. Yeah. But in the Marvel U, it has like <laughs> the best storytelling. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what we got. Daredevil, or not Daredevil, Jessica Jones. I really did, also didn't know anything about the character. I knew that Alias was a book. Right. I knew that she at one point had powers. I thought she had had her powers taken away. No. But from what I understand now, she never did. It's yeah. just she, she just, just stopped being a superhero. Right. And I guess that's where we kind of find out, you know, it's kind of what happens in the series is what happened in the book where uh, Purple Man basically stopped her from using or from wanting to be a superhero because of what he did to her. Okay. And then she uh, takes up this alias investigations and... I don't know if if in the alias investigations or not she focused more on the superhero community or just on regular people. But like we said, we didn't we didn't read any. I came into it the same, about the same part came in came into her character about the same way you did. She right. was part of uh, the New Avengers because she was the girlfriend of Luke Cage and having Luke Cage's baby. Right, and then eventually they got married. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like that's pretty much and like purple man hasn't been around for a while uh in the comic books right why i i I don't remember he might have been dead but at the same time like i know that mark wade has used him in daredevil very recently he seems like so he might be not dead anymore and, and, uh, like the way i did, i mean I, re- I read maybe he wasn't dead to begin with he just <laughs> kind of went away he must have just went away because i read when i was reading comics i read i read them from i don't know middle school until probably about five years ago right i read i read them regularly uh and every time purple man was always referred to in the past tense he was yeah. a, a villain that we had to fight before hawk hawkeye and uh captain america talk about him like you know, he was this ultimate villain kind of thing. Right, like oh. a mega boogeyman. Right. And so I just, I guess I might have just assumed that he was dead. Why else would they just talk about him in the past and not worry about him coming back? Right. Because he seems very vicious. 
Yeah. And then when you get to the point where in the show you see what he has done to Jessica Jones, you're like, damn. Yeah. yeah. If he did this on a full scale. Because, okay, so getting into the show, you get this idea that he has this power. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe it's not as full. It's not as full blown as how it is at the end of the show, right? Or at the end of the season. But he has an ability that is perfect for wanting to take over the world. Yeah, but he doesn't use it that way, right? He he just he cares about one thing and one thing only, like just himself. Just he himself. Just and, wants whatever the fuck he wants, and, and that's then, it. And, and then eventually. Because Jessica is able to break his hold on her, right? He becomes obsessed with her, yeah, and wanting to only conquer her world, right? So that, so that was one thing that I didn't understand. And how is it that she broke the hold? They don't really delve into it. They kind of show the like she has this mem- she she has this constant memory of when she killed Luke Cage's wife, right? Spoilers. Well, for, I'm going to put this at the beginning of the, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. If anybody who hasn't watched the series yet, should <laughs> definitely not listen to us talk about it because I am not going to be. In, oh, have you not finished it yet? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's you know should not be inhibited because I I really need to talk about some of these things. It's true. Um, <laughs> but she punches her and she dies because she's got super strength. The, yeah. Her powers are super strength and. A flight, flight, but not in this. Not in this. She's more jumping. It's more right. like the Hulk. And Hulk then jump. she also has kind of a healing factor a little bit more mm-hmm. than regular people. Right. Not to the point of Wolverine, but right. more so. Um, but so when she kills this, this lady, Luke Cage's wife, she kind of is able to negate what the Purple Man is doing to her. Like, yeah, he doesn't. She doesn't listen to him anymore. It's almost well. They they kind of explained it as that she had almost like a psychotic break at that point, like because that was so out of character for her that she didn't want to do that so badly that it like okay snapped. I guess in her I, brain. I heard that part in the in the in the show, but I didn't want to accept it. Because he does other things to her. Right. And yeah. literal rape. I would think that would be traumatic enough that would stop her from wanting to do it. Right. Other people kill for him. And they don't break from his control. True. So. But I mean, at the same time, like, nobody's. I, well, I don't know. Super powered? Yeah. Like, like, she already has this part of her life that she wants to hide from everyone and then it's like just put on full display and used in such a terrible way like all of a sudden I don't know like I I could accept it but I can understand why you would have a problem with it so yeah that's I think that's one of the problems I had um there were other things that just seemed weird uh I did like the fact that nuke showed up yeah. Patsy yep. Walker showed up. Yep. Uh, Luke Cage is uh, definitely a big part of the show. Yes. Uh, oh, and he said sweet Christmas. <laughs> Not only just once, but multiple times. That was the best. <laughs> that was good. Um, who else did we see from the Marvel U? Uh, Claire Temple shows up again. Remember from the Daredevil series? Yeah. Um, the Night Nurse. She's. Isn't the, didn't they say that she's not the Night Nurse, though, in the comic books? I mean, that's kind of what her character is in this show. Yeah. I, I don't know. 
Either way. I don't remember what the night nurse's actual name is in the comics, but like for all intents and purposes, she is the night nurse. She is the night nurse. So she's kind of being the, the person that's connecting all these. If, right. if you think about it, because she's, she's got a relationship with Daredevil already. Yep. She now has a relationship with Jessica Jones. Yep. And then she kind of, I mean, in the comic book, she had a relationship with Luke Cage. She kind of does now, too, because she ends up helping him. Yeah. Uh, survive, and uh, she kind of is the Nick Fury, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. She's the Nick Fury of the Nick Fury of Hell's Kitchen of Hell's yes. Kitchen. Yes, because <laughs> she at one point she even tells Jessica Jones, you know, I know a guy that could probably help you with this problem if you want me to give him a call. And yeah, she's obviously referring to Daredevil, right? And she doesn't. Uh, Jessica Jones doesn't want to get other people involved or whatever. She doesn't. The whole series. I like it. And I've already said I love this show. Right. But there was a lot... It seems like there's a lot of... uh, I don't know if backlash is the right word, but there's a lot of... We need to make this show all about this one female character and how she doesn't need anybody, especially a guy, to help her out to to solve these problems. Because we have all these other problems where, like, you know, superhero movies or comic book movies don't have female lead characters. Right. So they've kind of made this one the antithesis, right? The other direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want there. I'm not trying to say I want a man to come in there and save her, right? I just want her to be like, yeah, I need help. I don't care who it's from, but right. But I mean, that's that's why I, that's part of why I love the the heroes in Hell's Kitchen so much is because all of them are that way. They're all like, no, I've got this. Like, even (laughs) if they know that they don't, even if they're positive that they're going to fucking die, they're like, nah, like, I'll take this one so that other people don't have to worry about this. Fair enough. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, look what happens when when Luke Cage does get involved. Yeah. He gets used against her. It's true. So, what's another thing was, uh, you know, he was able to sit inside that explosion when when the bar blows up. Right. But then a shotgun blast to the bottom of his neck knocks him out? Yeah. I mean, well, there's probably a lot more force in that shotgun than there would be just... I don't know, man. People can die from just the concussion of a bomb instead of... Yeah, but it wasn't a bomb. It was just everything... All It was... The air expanding because of the fire. So that's why the windows blew out. It wasn't like a concussive force. It okay. was just the air being pushed out. All right. Okay. I can, I can see that. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, his uh, his skin is unbreakable. Right. He has an invulnerability. Because mm-hmm. if he just had unbreakable skin, your bones would break underneath and stuff. You know? Right. Whatever. It, 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 it's not quite... In the 70s when they created the character, unbreakable skin is one thing. But I think they've kind of changed it to like diamond, rock hard diamond, or diamond hard skin. Right. It's not an unbreakable skin. Yeah. And he also has uh, a little bit of superhuman strength. Right. Which would kind of come, come along with it. So, what about his eyes? They're his vulnerable. Tongue? Are those things vulnerable? <laughs> yeah. The inside of his mouth? Yeah. Okay. 
I wonder if he just closed his eyes in the explosion then. Maybe. So he, he, she uses the shotgun glass right to the bottom of his neck. They get. She takes him to the hospital. Can't they can't do nothing because they can't put an IV in. They can't cut into his skin. Oh man, that was such a great moment too. And that was like right out of the comics from uh, <laughs> Secret War. Uh, not Secret War from uh, Dark Reign because Norman Osborn. Well, that's right. He he had like a bomb in him or something, and Norman like helped to get it out or something crazy like yeah. Because during Secret Invasion, the scrolls like, put a bomb inside Luke Cage or some wacky shit. And then Norman Osborn was like, look, I could help you, like, get take care of that. And Luke was like, oh, fuck you. Like, I'm not taking help from Norman not, Osborn. Yeah, you're the Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then they end up having to save him whatever way. Yeah. That's, it, and they did the whole, like, we can't give him an IV and stuff because it won't go through his skin. Norman's like, oh, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Like, go through his eye or whatever. <laughs> there you go. Well, I I don't know. There was uh, so he had uh, Kilgrave tends ends up being his his pseudonym. That's his. That's the name that that he's chosen. He's chosen for himself instead of that it, was his actual name in the comics, right? Yeah, it's as like, far as I understand, it's not Kevin. No, Kevin it's, um, it's... Is it Eric? Oh, crap. I, I just knew this, too. Oh, but uh, one thing with him, like, David Tennant doesn't look like the Purple Man. From the comic books. Right. At all. At all. But... But his dad looks fucking exactly like him. He did. The except the actor not did. purple. <laughs> I thought that was cool as shit. That was pretty cool. But how did you feel about David Tennant's performance i thought it was great right i Fucking, enjoyed the hell out of it I, not that i didn't like Kristen ritter's uh portrayal of jessica jones even though it's kind of different than what i've read from the comic books right david Tennant almost stole the show for me oh yeah his scenes were fucking amazing yeah absolutely <laughs> he's like he can do that like charming but like just in a moment, he'll switch it over to, holy shit, this guy's a fucking nutcase. <laughs> really well. So, oh yeah, it was really good. He, the uh, points where he's like, uh, manipulating that cook and that maid. Yeah. Like, like, you can't blink until Jessica shows back up. <laughs> right. Like, that, you don't think about that kind of thing, but God, that's torture. Yeah. <laughs> that's bad. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That that was one of my problems with the show, and that's not with the acting or anything. That was purely an editing mistake. Is like right after he says that, the cook fucking blinks. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even catch it. Yeah, I I just noticed it, and I was like, oh man, like that. Why would you go with that shot then? Right, like use a different shot, reshoot that. <laughs> Fuck. That's funny. It's probably because, you know, you hear someone say the word blink, or especially don't blink. Right. The first thing you're going to do is blink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then David Tennant talking about blinking and not blinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's just good stuff. <laughs> just good writing right there. Uh, when um, there's a part when uh, the Purple Man, who has now used. 
uh, Carrie Ann Moss's character, which was okay. So her name is Jerry Weingard or something like that. Mm-hmm. Weinthrop or whatever. She's a lawyer, right? Actually, or uh, the character in the comic books is a man, also okay. named Jerry, also a lawyer. Ends up being uh, David Danny Rand's lawyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, so in this, they've made her, made him a female character and uh, a lesbian character at that. So she has uh, a wife who's mm-hmm. a doctor, and the Purple Man says he needs to, or Kilgrave says he needs to get to a doctor that she trusts. Right. She takes him straight over to her wife's place, the one that she's trying to divorce. Right. So in there, the, he has made this plan with her or this uh, deal with her mm-hmm. if he if she got him out of the cage that jessica had put him in she he would help her with her ex or her wife that she's trying to divorce right and she believes him yeah but then she he also is using her power his powers on her to get her to take her to the house right so the doctor patches her up patches him up and then he uh tells her to kill uh carrie ann moss's character by death of a thousand cuts right so she just starts taking the scalpel and cutting her repeatedly carrie ann moss's character's new girlfriend ends up saving her by hitting the doctor over the head with a statue yep killing her because her face or something yeah but she ends up hitting her head on a coffee table which then kills her right and well that coffee table was embedded in her skull yeah it was It was a pretty big hit. That was gruesome. My question is, what was Pam doing there? Oh, she she said that um, she knew that Jerry was upset. And so she thought that maybe she would go to Wendy's house. Sure. To try and get her to sign the divorce papers. And so she was looking for her there. And heard like the commotion, the screaming, and stuff. And I so didn't hear any of this. Yeah, that because I'm sitting there the whole time wondering why was Pam there. Yeah, and it didn't make any sense why she would be there. <laughs> yeah, they. they I, didn't, I didn't hear any of that explanation. They did have it in there. So that's even that though is pretty. Yeah, coincidental. Right. Like of all the people that could have showed up, why would it be Pam? I don't know. Maybe it's, it's the cause drama for the next season. Yeah, I know that. Uh, which also brings us to the IGH, right. whatever that stands for. It's so Frank Simpson, Sergeant Frank Simpson, at one point is taking taken control of by uh, Kilgrave mm-hmm. to kill Patsy Walker because Patsy Walker, who goes by Trish, has her own talk show, radio talk show, and uh, she was a former child star. Goes by the name, or was on a show called It's Patsy. Yeah, with red hair. <laughs> with red hair, just like the Patsy Walker the, that we know from the comics. That's right. And uh, she, on her radio show, says some things about Kilgrave because that insults his manhood, basically. Right. So he sends people after her to kill her. Uh, when he, when uh, Sergeant Walker ends up getting hurt. To the point that he almost Simpson. died. Oh, sorry. Sergeant Simpson gets hurt to the point where he almost dies. He gets to the hospital. He tells he tells Patsy to ask to get a certain doctor, Doctor Slovov, Kozlov, Kozlov, to uh, to show up. And he because he used to be the doctor that was in charge of the whatever unit, Black Ops unit that he used to be a part of. Right. And he said he tells the doctor, "I'm in. Just save my life." Yeah. 
So he ends up starting taking pills. He's got a red pill, <laughs> a white pill, and a blue pill. Yes. Good old red, white, and blue. <laughs> so if you if you know who this name is, it's Nuke. It's the character who's kind of was a experiment to kind of recreate the Captain America serum. Didn't quite go right. He's an American soldier. He has a tattoo of an American flag on his face. He's Over very his ruthless. his whole face. His whole face, yes. And they don't have the tattoo in the show, but he does have a lighter that has an American flag on it. And that's True. kind of the homage to it. Yeah. And, and the pills. And the pills. And the pills. So the red pills amp him up. The white pills level him out. The blue pills bring him down. Right. He tends not to take the white and blue pills too often. <laughs> he takes more of the red pills. Yup. <laughs> And he is a basket case, and it gives him it gives him power, strength to the to the same level as Jessica Jones almost. Well, it seemed more like like PCP almost. Like he just can't feel it. Like but, he's still fucking himself up really well, bad. That's true. Yeah, he doesn't. Feel but he the doesn't pain. feel any of it. So but that he, gives. But he him does have strength because he's strength. throwing around her and Trish at the same time, like more so than. A regular person can throw a person. True. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> could just be that whole like adrenaline thing, like that's, women that's lifting cars. And well, shit. it said it said the pill was supposed to up your adrenaline. Oh yeah, it, they did say that. So there you go. Patsy Walker ends up taking a uh, a pill. Yeah, uh, and it, she liked it she, a lot. Well, she had been training for the last year or so in Krav Maga. Yeah. To try and uh, be more of a, or less of a victim, I guess I guess to say. Right. It's what she was trying to do. Uh, so when she takes the pill, she's able to use some of the skills that she's had, she's learned over the year, to take out Simpson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like he says, she hasn't built up an immunity to it like he has, so one pill really sends her body into overdrive and almost kills her. Right. And she doesn't have the blue pills to bring her down. Yeah. She threw that shit out the window or something. No, threw he that, threw he it. He threw the shit out the window. That's what it was. Which, why didn't anyone just, like, jump out the That's window to was grab the pills for just, her? Just go get those pills. <laughs> but, no, she uh, takes her to the hospital. And, like, that, once she takes the pills, it seemed like Nuke kind of chilled the fuck out because he was, like, worried about her. Well, because he does care about her. Yeah. He cares about Patsy Walker. Yeah, like, I, I I, don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird that he was all, like, roid raged out, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, she's probably going to die? I need to calm down, like, and be rational now all of a sudden and not fight her. But she's kicking my ass, so, like, I kind of have to defend myself a little bit. <laughs> so that was another... Okay, so he plays into a big part of... One of the things that I liked and didn't like about the series. Uh-huh. Uh, many times, Jessica Jones has the upper hand on the Purple Man and is able to, to take him down. But then someone comes along and fucks things over for her <laughs> or screws things up or, or changes things so that her plan goes to shit. Yeah. And to me, the plot device was used maybe one too many times. Yeah, I could see She that. has him captured and then... She has to let him go. And then she has him captured and then has to let him go. Right. And it's it was the same thing over and over for me. Yeah. No. I, that is a completely valid point. Like, I heard uh, 
Kevin Smith talking about it too the uh, on his podcast. Uh, I think that the the show was great. And every episode was great. Right. I love the fact that it was thirteen episodes. It could have been a tighter ten. Like I think they could have streamlined some of the things. Yeah, probably not. And but I liked the thirteen that I got too. Yeah. So I got I liked the, the some of the backstory that we got. Oh, going back to IGH though. Yes. <laughs> we find out from uh, Patsy Walker's mom. That IGH is also the people that paid for Jessica Jones's hospital bills after her parents were killed in a car accident. Right. And uh, also paid for the whatever the parents' bills were for being buried and stuff. Hmm. So maybe that's where her powers are coming from? Yeah, they did set that up as a possible lead. For season two? Yeah. Yeah. They left because they left it open. They did. What do you think IGH could stand for? I don't know. I mean, in uh, in the comics, there's the mutant growth hormone, mutant. but I don't know why a, or like a an organization would call themselves like Inhuman Growth Hormone or right. something like so that. That's, yeah, that's what I was, we were trying to get at. Is that instead of mutant growth hormones, since they can't say mutant in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they say in humans a lot and right. maybe this is a formula that's derived from inhuman blood to give people powers mm-hmm. uh, this could be inhuman growth hormone why would an organization call themselves that yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah i don't know i that doesn't make any sense to me so <laughs> i kind of am leaning towards it's probably not that okay but then I have no idea what it would be either. So. There's no, there's no reference to it in in the regular six one six universe. Yeah, that we could talk about. None that I've run into. So, and like we said, we don't really know where Jewel got her powers from. True. I always assumed that there was some Jewel that she got her power from. Why? Why? I mean, that's why <laughs> she called herself that. Obviously, she doesn't have a Jewel on her body anywhere. It's true. Uh, I mean, her costume. She kind of looked. She kind of looked like Gem. And, from Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> I think that's what they wanted you to, to recall in your brain when looking at the costume. Probably. Um, and it has a jewel right there. It does. In the, the breast cleavage area. Yeah. But it, she obviously doesn't wear that all the time. Still has her powers. Right. So. Who knows? Who knows? What else about this, sh- this, this show did you like? Uh, or didn't oh. like? Did you have any problems with the show? No. None whatsoever. Other than that editing mistake. <laughs> that was like a just a minor thing. Um no, I I really enjoyed like all of it. I mean What are, what are some of the things that you've heard like reaction wise to the series? I uh, I've I've heard a lot of people say that like they didn't like the pacing of it. Like that it was like slow paced and stuff but i mean that's that's how it should be it's a detective story yeah exactly at the heart of it like it's a lot of people have compared it to daredevil and being like oh daredevil was way better daredevil is a completely different beast oh yeah definitely so yeah like i don't agree with those people whatsoever. <laughs> those garbage people. Right? <laughs> Touch me with your filthy opinions. <laughs> you know, with so many... Uh, not to cut you off, but with so many uh, superhero television shows coming out now, 
Mm-hmm. We have things, genres that are medical procedurals. Right. Courtroom procedurals. Crime procedurals. Can superhero procedural become a new thing? I think so. I mean, they, these two shows wouldn't fall in that, that, that category, in my opinion. Right. No. Arrow, I... Flash, uh, Gotham, these would be superhero procedurals. Right. Where every week they kind of have a different monster of the week that they have to deal with. Powers should have, from what I understand, been kind of like that, but that's not how it how the TV turned out. Going. No, it, it really was. It was very much more like Daredevil and Jessica and Jones. Jessica Jones, yes, like Where, kind of a psychological thriller mystery. Funny being is Brian Michael Bendis, is yeah, the, the person who created Powers and is pretty. I don't, did he create Jewel Jessica Jones? Yeah. I know he did. He did the Alias book. I didn't know yeah, if he actually created the character because I, I think that's her first appearance. Okay, is in that book. All right, fair enough. So yeah, and he did a, a, an awesome run on Daredevil as well that people really enjoy. I do really enjoy it, but I think which one was that? Uh, it was leading up to Civil War, the Superhero Registration Act. Is that when he was in jail? That was right before he... That's how he gets in jail. Okay. And then Brubaker picks up where he's in jail, which I thought was a better run, but I just enjoyed that run more because I liked the dynamic of Daredevil being in jail and still being Daredevil. (laughs) I thought that was amazing. when was it that Danny Rand was being Daredevil? When When Matt was in jail. So he was Danny was running around in the Daredevil costume during Civil War, right? Okay, to like create reasonable doubt that Matt, Matt Murdock isn't Daredevil. He's been here the whole time in he's jail. In jail, yeah. <laughs> Although he's also like breaking people's bones and stuff in jail, and like, how does a blind man do that? Whatever. Doesn't he get to the Kingpin's jail cell at one point? In that, it that was the run? owl. The owl's gel cell. Yeah, the he, owl was he beats like... on him? Uh, no. I don't think so. But yeah, the owl was like in basically a luxury suite inside of this like maximum security prison. Like he had like butlers and all kinds of shit and like big screen TVs and <laughs> like sofas. And Matt was like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, dude. You put me in here. He I'm rich and shit. <laughs> I know people. <laughs> I'm living large in here. And we did get an owl in in uh, Leland Owsley in uh, Daredevil. Yeah, we did. But obviously he didn't look like an owl. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, he didn't really look like an owl in the comics either. Doesn't I thought he did have kind of an owl look. Uh, I guess maybe. I mean, he, it's not like, I'm not like. Like he doesn't look like he's not like the rhino or like the vulture or the like, vulture. Yeah, no, like he doesn't. He have straight up looks like a vulture. <laughs> like even when he's just an old dude, he's. You look at him, you're like that. That's his name should be Vulture. It <laughs> can be anything else. <laughs> but no, like the owl, like he's he's always just been like this gang boss kind of with like so weird one. hair. Yeah, basically. Yeah. See, that's where I think he has the weird hair that makes it look like an owl. Yeah. Okay. I mean, 
like, I don't know. Like, if you saw his shadow, it would probably look like an owl, but not really, <laughs> like, looking at his hair. Because it, it's kind of like this weird, like, bun thing that kind of goes around oh, in, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. U shape. But, I mean, he, I don't know. That's a weird character. He started out, like, fat, and then in Brubaker's run, he was all super skinny and stuff. <laughs> Which I don't know why, because he had, like, fucking all kinds of luxuries in prison. I guess you still gotta stay fit in prison. I guess so. <laughs> uh, getting back to Jessica Jones, uh, like I said, I, I can't wait for more of these Netflix shows. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess what the rumor is right now, and I, I think... I think I, I saw an article where Casada said, because it was at the the premiere of Jessica Jones that they mm-hmm. had, Joe Casada said that the rumor that Danny Rand, Iron Fist, is not going to get his own show is completely rumor. It, it was a video. It was a, a video interview right. that IGN was doing. Right. And they were like, hey, like, what about this rumor that, you know... Iron Fist won't have his own show. And Casada being Casada, because we've both been to Comic Con and like <laughs> and asked, asked him questions. questions. He was like, Oh, where'd you hear this rumor? And they were like, Oh, god damn it. It's on the internet. We know where this is going. It was on the internet. And he's like, Oh, well, everything on the internet's right. So it's his passive aggressive way of saying, fuck off. Right. Yeah, like he kind of said, yeah, that's just rumor bullshit, but at the same time, he didn't. He didn't deny it. Right. Like, yeah. I would have been a lot more secure with him being like, no, that's stupid. We're totally doing an Iron Fist show. <laughs> so when I first heard this, they said it was the the Iron Fist cannot, they can't find a showrunner to support a 13-episode arc about a mystical crime fighter. That's fucking stupid. It's right. But see, when I first... Hire I like, us. I, <laughs> at first, I was like, well, I guess I could see that. But then you think about it. Grimm has been on for how many years now? How yeah. many seasons now? Buffy the Vampire Slayer was on for how many seasons? Yeah. Supernatural's on its 11th season. <laughs> 11 yeah. seasons of that show. And every season is its last season. Every season is its last season. God, how many times have we gone to Comic-Con and to their panel and they're like, yeah, this is going to be our last season. Every fucking year it's the same thing. This is our last season. We're done after this. Nope, nope, they're not done. They're, they're they keep, are not done at all. For that show. Tumblr is, is keeping that show alive. I really think it is. I really do. Um, which is fine with me because I I enjoy every season of that show. Oh yeah, it's it's fun. They they don't always take themselves super serious. Oh my god, those are the best episodes. The, epi- when... the meta episodes are fucking hilarious. <laughs> the the high school musical one was the best, which, like by far. I'm still pissed because that that left an open end with the uh, with the author coming back. True. Yeah, and I was just like, well, what's gonna happen with him? Yeah, but that would be nice. We never got a, a thing for that yet. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that. So there's no reason why a, a 13 episode show about a dude that does fucking karate or kung fu and and fights with magical dragons couldn't work. Right. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I've been, you've been watching the same show but with a dude that shoots arrows. Exactly. <laughs> I could definitely see this show working. Um but they did say that it, it, uh, a Punisher 
show would replace it. Because Punisher's going to show up in uh, Daredevil Season 2, played by John Berthenol. Right. I kind of want to see a Punisher show, too, though. You kind of do, or you kind of don't? Oh, okay. Yeah, well... Especially the way that these Daredevil and Jessica Jones shows are done. Right. Where I'm getting the gratuitous violence. Right. And, uh, you know, they're not holding back on language. Oh, like, man. If this was Even a show more that... so Jessica Jones. Oh. Like, Daredevil <laughs> was kind of like, all right, you know what we're doing, but we're doing it off slightly off screen. <laughs> Jessica Jones was like, no, nah, fuck that shit. We're showing you all the gore. <laughs> I saw a dude arm get hacked off and then put into a garbage disposal yeah <laughs> that shit was crazy yes it was <laughs> and he lived yeah at least for a little while poor bastard <laughs> uh yeah um so i would i would love to see a, a, a punisher show what? but at the expense of an iron fist show no oh no absolutely not i want both yeah was, <laughs> if i had to choose i'm choosing iron fist every time <laughs> But yeah, I want both. Is it because I already ha- we already have a Punisher movie, or at least we have three Punisher movies? Only two, only one is good. True. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I haven't seen Warzone. Warzone, but I don't know. God, Warzone seems like such a divisive movie. Like some people love it; they're wrong, <laughs> and other people. Hate it. I'm like, right. there's no in between. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it was kind of all right. No, like, either people are like, yeah, that's exactly how Punisher should be. Like, just over the top violence and nothing else. No, no. <laughs> and no. then other people that are like, Thomas Jane was fucking amazing. Are you kidding me? Exactly. <laughs> so no, that's what I was. I, I think I, I think that's. I feel the same way of you that I want the. I'd prefer an Iron Fist show, right? Because I already have the. The Punisher movie, uh, obviously though, with John Berthenall, who I think, if you just went off looks, he looks like the Punisher. He at does least look a lot like the Frank way Castle. Yeah, the way that uh, oh, who's the artist that draws him? That draws the Max series. Oh, uh, or Garth. It was Garth Ennis that it wrote was it, Garth right? Ennis. He didn't. He didn't draw it though, did he? No, he's uh, who did that? Well, either way. He looks. I think he looks a lot like him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's the way that, that, so, I'm excited to see him portray him in Daredevil. Yeah. I. You know, Punisher is one of those characters that I kind of don't give a shit about. I, I like, get that too. Like, and I, I, I. Yeah. He, he. He's good when he comes into things. Right. Exactly. I, I'm not going to read a whole book about exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> He punishes. I get it. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, his character is so weird that they had uh, the 616 universe actually brought in Frankencastle. Yeah. Right? Is That's that's weird, right? That is very strange. <laughs> He's Punisher and Frankenstein. Yup. <laughs> they, they had, like, yeah, that... God, that was weird. That was a thing. That so, a obviously... Thing. His character is hard to write in general. Max series apparently did really well because you can do the gruesome torture scenes that you need to do with Frank Castle to make him relevant. Yeah. And, I mean, Jessica Jones was basically a Max series. It was a Max series, actually. Alias was a Max series. Yeah, Alias was a Max series. Luke Cage had his own Max series called Cage. Jarvis is very opinionated on this. 
He too also did not like uh, Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Cage has had his own Mac series, yep. which was just called Cage. Yeah. Or Luke Cage had his own Mac series called Cage. Completely different than the regular Luke Cage, though, isn't he? Because he has like the grill and. I think so. Yeah. Like, like I never understood where the Max series fits into the six one six. It doesn't, right? Yeah, I never really understood that either. Because it seems like some of it does, but most of it doesn't. I think the only real Max series I read was Deadpool Max, and that I know that one doesn't fit into the six one six universe at all. Okay, and I hated it because <laughs> it was it was it was too weird. Like even for Deadpool, it was too weird. That's pretty weird, right? Jeez. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that... I have to read that now. Like, <laughs> Well, I, I think I still have the issues, so you Fair can go enough. and read those. Um, but obviously, Alias has made it into the 616. Yep. Or her career in Alias Investigations. So, yeah, uh, I don't really understand where of, the Max series fits in. Yeah, a lot of the Max characters seem to come over to 616. Like, Pete Wisdom had a huge... Uh, Max series that Did he? everybody liked. Really? From what I hear, anyway. I really enjoyed him in 616. In Excalibur, right? Being in... Uh, or MI6. Or no, it was MI13. MI13? I think, yeah. Yeah, they're the ones that Something deal like with the uh, uh, super-powered people. Yeah, right? it, was, it was the UK heroes <laughs> doing stuff. <laughs> Those guys. Captain Britain and all of them and Black Knight. Didn't Daredevil have his own Max series at one point? I wanna say that he did. I know Blade did. Yeah, Blade. So Well, okay, I mean obviously the Max series is where they go when they want to show more blood than they can right. in six one six. It's the more adult themed ones. Whether or not it shows up and it, it makes its way into six one six, I imagine depends on how well it does. Yep. So there you go. That in a nutshell. Indeed. Anything else you want to say about this? I think it's a pretty good place to wrap it up. Oh, I, I did enjoy that uh, we did see Tenant turn a little purple. He did. For a and moment. I, you know, that's that was the, a everybody's good big like, Easter problem egg. was that he wasn't purple enough. I'm like, him having purple skin's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I liked his purple outfits. Yeah. Uh, you know, he constantly was, uh, like, things, uh, okay, so from a directing standpoint, story t- standpoint, Things were purple in the scene whenever a person that was affected by him yep. was was things were happening to you know yeah. what I mean? I I thought they did a great job. I I love that that was just like an Easter egg. I was almost expecting him to be purple for at, the finale. Right, so was I. But kind of like Daredevil at the end of Daredevil, like he finally got his Daredevil suit. Yeah, so he finally got to be purple. Right, but he wasn't. Which I'm totally okay with. <laughs> I had no problem with him not being purple. Because him being purple doesn't matter to the character. No. Like, just kind you of, could it, make him fucking pink or green and it wouldn't matter. In the comic book, it kind of just sets him apart from everybody else. It makes it, let, it lets you know that he's different from this other guy that kind of drawn the same way. Right. In the TV show, we have David Tennant. We yeah. know what David Tennant looks like. David Tennant is a, is a person. We know that's who the Purple Man is. Yeah. So we don't need that. Um, I thought it was pretty cool for the way they killed him off. Or, yeah, the way they kill him off mm-hmm. is very this, much the same as the way Wonder Woman takes care of Maxwell Lord in yeah. the DC Universe. 
straight up snaps his <laughs> neck, turns his head around. Like, she did. In front of everybody. I mean, it well, wasn't televised. Like It wasn't televised, right. Like Wonder Woman's was, but still. Yeah, I've, I'm excited. I'm excited for all of this. <laughs> I want more. So yeah, and, and and the way that she was able to play it off, like she was still under his control, because the whole idea was that he he gets his father back to basically amp up his powers, right? And he goes from and he did it was because it started off as what twelve hours, yeah. And usually the whole like twelve hours was, was twelve the max. hours, and then he got it to twenty four, and then eventually he got it to uh, no, he got it to like sixteen, and then oh sixteen, and then he 24. was like, yeah, now I'm at twenty four, and because the guy across the street was still sitting there. Looking at the fence, yeah. Like a day later, um, yep. And that comes into 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 play when Luke Cage. You think that he's free of the, the hold, but he's not. Yep. So uh, it's also a range thing. He's able to hit people long distance instead of just within his general vicinity, and like through microphones and speakers and stuff. Right, which was which weird. he wasn't able to do before for some reason. Well. Because his father explains it as being a virus. Yeah, which which I think they did explain that in the comics as well. Well, how would a virus affect you through the through phone lines and speakers? No idea. Exactly. So I was okay with that. (laughs) Right. When he was able to start doing it through those things, I'm like, ah, you're kind of losing me now. (laughs) It's getting in the the circulation, the AC and stuff. (laughs) Don't worry about it. It took a little while, but he's been there for. Like thirty minutes. So okay, fair circulated. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I I did like that though. I liked the the virus angle from it, and uh, the fact. I mean, the fact that they, they put him into a what was the chamber called? A oh, the hermetically sealed hermetically chamber? sealed chamber before they even knew it was a virus. They wanted to put him in there. Right. It was it was it was a great idea. True, I agree. It, it was just a great show. When is it that, that the Carrie Ann Moss's character cut the line to the to the buzzer to the to the electric switch? Because she she you see, I mean, she could have done it before before the camera gets there, right? Before the scene starts, but you see her walking over to the chamber to unlock it and get him out. Yeah, but then but then they all come walking in, and she's like, "Okay, I got to back off and go back to where I was." Right? Yeah, I don't know. I. I would have to go back and rewatch that to like pinpoint where it is. I assumed that it was before the scene. So she did that and was going to have to go let him out? Just straight up let him out? Yeah. I mean, she would have <laughs> to let him out anyway. Okay. Weird. I don't know. That, that was another I thing agree. that I, I thought was weird. I still don't agree with the Pam thing. I'm just telling you what the show told me. <laughs> the show did not say that. You made up that whole dialogue on your own just to uh, get it out there so you could accept what had happened. Ah, oh, man. Well, then they need to give me a writing job. <laughs> like, now. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have an editing job, but it's a different story. It's a different story altogether. Anything else? Ah, oh, God. Nothing I can think of. Well, I mean, there are things that I can think of, but this episode is going a little long now. <laughs> it is a little long in the tooth. But so, I think that's, uh, it, like I said, it's a pretty good, good place for now to, to wrap it up. Um, yeah, there we go. So, Geek Elite Radio on, on at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter. 
Geek Elite Radio on Facebook. GeekEliteRadio.com is our website. Get us on Stitcher and uh, download us on iTunes. You know, it's, if you want to leave a review, give us a five rating, five star rating. It'd be perfect. We, we'd love, we'd love for you to do that because you know you love us. Even if you don't love us, well, no, they love us. How can they not love us? Ah, true. <laughs> because I don't know. every person you listen to on the radio or onto the internet, you you love, right? Uh sure. There's not a person. There's not a show that you just go on and watch ah. just because you hate the people so much. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> Shit's getting too real. We need to stop this. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want to talk to me specifically on Twitter, I'm at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Uh, Chris can be found on Twitter as at wizard. W-W-W-Y-Z-E-R-D. There you go. And uh, also on Facebook if you want to check out his Facebook page. But until then, this has been Hey Mitch, since I didn't say it earlier. On the Geek Elite Radio Network. There's like a whole intro. <laughs> That's true. It says it a lot in that <laughs> intro. And uh, until next time, geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.